Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to do an abbreviated version of the podcast. Right now we're actually setting up the new podcast studio. It's going to be a little bit more sound muffled, so we're not going to actually have echoes off the walls. We're going to have a few extra new higher quality mics. And we're just putting everything together. Don't have it quite set up all together yet. So we're going to do an abbreviated podcast. I don't want to leave you hanging for a week. So let's uh, jump right in. Again, just a quick charity and sponsor reminder so magickids.org certainly go to it they have fantastic teaching programs the teaching programs is to teach kids magic the gathering in your local area and they'll send you a kit all the instructions extra material anything to help out so again magickids.org and our sponsor again is Ultima Gaming. It's a local Magic the Other game store. And they're having their Mystic Championship. It's a $1,000 championship that they're having for Modern. If you live in between Fargo, North Dakota and St. Cloud, Minnesota, certainly check it out. It's on our website, www.thisweekinmtg.com. It's right on the bottom of the page. You'll see the link for the Mystic Championship. Sign up. You get 5 bucks off for signing, uh, signing ahead of time. So hop on there, get a ticket, get, uh, get the ticket cheaper. And, again, thank you to our sponsors. They're going to be – actually, we're going to be giving away three M20 pre-release kits – Provided by Ultima Gaming. So on the same website, thisweekinmtg.com, on the bottom, you will see the link to sign up. We just need your name, address, and phone number to be able to send you the prize. Sign up. We're going to give uh, three away at the end of this month. Welcome, Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Rob Zolson. All right, guys, we're going to jump right in. So, again, I'm going to keep this abbreviated, so I'm only going to keep this to a couple a bit of news. I'm not going to go the deep dive. We were actually planning an Oathbreaker discussion, and we'll hold that off until uh, another available podcast. So, to start in, we're going to start with some MTG Finance, because that's always my favorite. And right now we have a really weird spike popping up. Psychic Puppetry from Champions of Kamigawa. It is a two-drop instant arcane that tap or untap target permanent, and you can splice into the arcane, which is an old weird ability, for one blue. So as you play an arcane spell, you may reveal this card from your hand and pay its splice cost if you do add the effect to that spell. So this spiked up thanks to a new budget deck. It's a really popular budget deck called Twiddle Storm. Twiddle Storm actually was just featured, I believe, like five days ago by Saffron Olive on MTG Goldfish's YouTube channel. And the deck, well, now it went up, but the deck was 100 bucks. Now it's about 130 because of th this card spiking. And when I say spiking, it's not outrageous. The card is sitting in that $2 range because it's a common from Kawagawa that really hasn't been reprinted. There's no purpose to have been reprinted because it's not that fantastic of a card. So what little is on the market spiked. So people finally realize, hey, I'm sitting on $2 cards and they're bolt commons and then the market will stabilize. But... I bring this up because of that budget deck, and normally I have a separate section, but let's just dive right into it. So, Twiddle Storm uses that Kamigawa card with any of the other cheap two-dropper under arcane spells. And the reason it does that is for the new card, Lotus Field, that came out in M20. Lotus Field is a hexproof land that enters the battlefield tapped. 
When it enters, sacrifice any two lands. And the ability of the land is actually tap it for three mana of any one color. So the idea is you can play all these two-drop arcane spells, splice the ability to untap the land, and just repeat. So it's an entire storm deck built for 130 bucks that can untap or bounce permanence, draw a bunch of cards, and really go off consistently. In some ways, I would say that this is better than traditional storm because it has a little bit more kit to bounce permanence that would normally hose storms such as dampening sphere check it out mtg goldfish on youtube they have a great budget deck list and showing of how this really works in the meta so to continue the finance list we're still seeing continual spikes from a lot of these old scourge cards that ha that have morphed thanks to the commander series that really i don't see that changing i think they're all going to stay a little higher up you know maybe a month past the release of this uh, new commander 2019 set but what we're seeing now is we're seeing a new spike uh, starting to rise is egg cards so right now we're seeing nesting dragon nesting dragon is a five drop five four flying creature with landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under control create a zero two red egg creature token with defender while this creature dot when this creature dies create a two two red dragon token with flying and a pump ability for one red it gets one zero for each mana you pump into it so it's like a baby shibbon dragon so this is going up because we mentioned last week the scrambled eggs commander all these egg cards in my opinion have a potential to fluctuate but it's not just if they're an egg they should fluctuate it's if it with an egg with a real ability to benefit this is broken with an egg commander you drop a land get an egg and then the egg turns into a creature on top of the commander's ability this card is about the peak of what people are looking for eggs but my solemn prediction is we're going to see those old legacy eggs really fluctuate in price due to this new commander and i don't think people are really paying much attention to it past these like core pieces because again you're getting the flashback mechanics, you're getting the morph mechanics. They're focused on something else. So these this egg commander, I think it will really shine once people actually crack the boxes and start brewing, and you'll see those EDH rec lists. And for those that don't know, edhrec.com is a fantastic website if you're looking to build a commander deck. Simply pick your commander, or pick a color and pick a commander, and it'll give you suggestions based upon other people's lists that they've built. Whether it's budget, whether it's competitive whether it's you know high price you can find a lot of different card ideas that synergize with whatever commander you're looking for so if you're a new player or you want to improve that pre-built deck edhrec.com is definitely the site for you and last on the list is we're seeing a spike about you know six percent for cryptic command cryptic command is a four drop instant choose two counter the spell return a permanent to owner's hand or tap all creatures they control, or finally draw a card. This is extremely flexible and it's used in a lot of uh, modern decks. It's a real core modern staple. It's, you think it'd be harder to cost because it's one colorless, three blue, but with a lot of the control decks now even being two color, this is being used heavier and heavier. And the spike is looking at the original Lorwyn print. Some of the others are spiking as well, but it just surprises me. I don't think this spike is necessarily going to last. I think it's just a consistent growth for a spike. They just released a promo version of this that they're going to be giving away to some pro players. So I just don't see the this spike continuing. I think it'll just plateau and hold 
It's just a nice, you know, 6% growth spike. Otherwise, some cheap pickups are Rekindling Phoenix is, you know, $4.40. We're getting close to that standard rotation, and it, I don't think this is going to carry much past the Commander card. Leyline of Sanctity finally is dropping, and it's dropping hard, like crashing. It's already 10 bucks. Before, this card was, you know, north of 40 so the reprint really did hit it hard. It just shows that it was really a heavy hitter as a sideboard. There's only a couple uh, decks that mainboard it. So pick up a copy. And the last one is if you're playing a commander that is black-white, or at least has black-white in it, Debtor's Knell is record low and still seems to be going down a little bit. It's about 660 right now. It is a 7-drop, 4-colorless, or you can pay 3 black white mana it's a hybrid mana so again total of seven mana cost enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep put a target creature in a grave from a graveyard into play under your control so any graveyard doesn't have to just be yours if you got um bazooka bogged you can grab someone else's creature and steal it it's a very flexible card and because of the high mana cost it's it's a commander staple but again record low definitely going down so the next piece I want to go into, and again, we're not going to have the full-fledged podcast this go-around. We're still setting up the podcast studio. So I'm just going to skip a lot of the content we normally would go over, but I, I don't want to miss a few vital points. One of them is last week we were complaining about the Minneapolis Mystic Championship having little to no coverage. It really was no coverage. So... We were trying to find any information to hype it up. We're in Minnesota. We should have been down there, uh, especially since there was no coverage. It'd been great to have the only source that had some coverage. But it was just really disappointing for us. We were trying to find, you know, what were the decks, trying to find any video feed. There was nothing. All we got was three decks that were undefeated, were Control and a couple others. But the other five decks that got top eight were all Hogax. I don't know if they were covering up the Hogak hype. But we, there was real no coverage to speak of, and we even saw people on Twitter. We had Peer from Mage on Twitter. You can fo uh, follow him. I saw his posting. You know, I got top eight. First time I got top eight, I'm so happy. And people were just doing this just to troll to really enunciate the fact that everybody's blind. No one knows what's going on. And he didn't get top eight. He didn't even enter, and he wasn't in Minneapolis. He just put that to really sh prove a point that we should really have some coverage and anybody can say anything during those times. So the last thing I want to touch on before we let you guys go for the week is we saw another post about the future of esports. This was put on magic.gg's website, and I want to go into this a little bit more detail, but at least give you guys the news this week. So next week, this will definitely be a deeper topic, but it looks like they're trying to make a clearer path for people to enter professional magic and really show what it takes to get there. So they painted out a bunch of different essentially maps on their website showing um, how to get to worlds, how to get to pro, um, what the um, steps are going through pro. I definitely check it out in magic.gg. We're going to talk in more detail next week, but again, they're bringing in paper and digital and essentially two separate alleys to meet at worlds. So they're not ignoring paper, but they're certainly still not giving coverage and there's not a lot of details let out yet. So we're just really wanting coverage, but also I was shocked to see in there that they have MTGO still supported, and that'll actually be part of the, you know, paper side is how they're going to do it, is a separate MTGO qualifier, and then you're on the paper 
tree, I guess is how you would put it. But definitely check it out. You'll uh, you'll see a lot more information, including that they're going to be supporting Star City Games tournaments as part of their pro uh, circuit, if you will. So check that out, guys. Next week, we're going to have this podcast studio up and running. I can't wait to have you guys here in. We'll have Fleece back. We'll have this other special guest, and we'll get back to business. We well, can appreciate your patience and share with a friend, like, subscribe. I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. Seriously, follow guys. and subscribe, or is it just follow? I, you know what? Subscribe, follow, like, share. It's it's. Oh my! It's on Spotify. It's already on Stitcher. We have the RSS feed on the website. Thisweekinmgd.com. That's us. Please share with your friends. Share it up. Outro done.